welcome to episode three of this Warriors Life podcast. Uh, I'm Will Evans here with Brad Larkin. Brad, what do you think of our snazzy new high tech intro? Well, well, impressive, impressive. We're we're going places, sunshine. <laughs> we are going places. Yeah, um, a bit of footage from uh, 2013 Warriors versus Roosters. Their big Manu with his runaway try. Uh, we just thought that would be better than than hearing my voice first thing to uh, first thing on the podcast ease you into it. So, um, but here we are now, Brad. Round two, long weekend for you with anniversary weekend in Otago. Uh, not so good the Warriors' performance, but how did you enjoy the weekend of footy? The weekend of footy, I, I enjoyed what I seen. To be honest, I was I, I was in Wanaka, New Zealand, for oh. the weekend, so I could oh. only sort of catch the odd game and bits and pieces here and there between looking after the kids and whatnot. But uh, what I did see, gee, there were some, there were some quality games of footy. Far out. Yeah, Broncos, awesome. Some of those Rabbitohs, awesome. Yeah, no, a real good weekend of footy. Top, top quality, round two. We're into it. Yeah, it is uh, quite high quality for this time of the season. Um, what caught your eye? What was your favourite thing of the weekend? I just, I just, from the bits and pieces I did see, some of those forwards in the weekend just really... Shook, shook the competition, I reckon. He got at Tavita Pangai Jr. for the Bronx. He he took it upon himself to to make a sort of set a standard against Taumalolo and say that he wasn't the only big fella getting around in the comp. Yeah. He was a weapon. Uh, he was and outstanding. His... Yeah, sorry, what was that? He, he was outstanding. Um, yeah, really took it to Taumalolo and, and turned the game. The try assist early. Um, some massive hits. I loved him going after Maguire. Um, yeah, it was just it was everything that has been talked up about Pangai Jr. Um, he was quite against the storm, but yeah, really took it to the Cowboys and uh, put the Broncos on the front foot. I thought they were fantastic all around the Broncos. Yeah, I, I just looked back to your season preview and I, I, I wasn't so keen on the Broncos and, and you really, you thought they were one of the big big packs of the comp and I, I was wrong on that. They are just insane, to be honest. Yeah, I was pretty happy about that because uh, obviously after their round one performance, a lot of people were rubbishing people like me that picked them for top four. And um, yeah, I thought that was a top four performance. Obviously, it's long season, early days, but that was what they're capable of. If, if, uh, if they, their halves can sort of adapt to Seabold's style, I think they're a real threat uh, moving forward. And Another guy off the bench, Thomas Flegler, 19 years old, an absolute menace. Um, top the metres count off the bench and just another another one off the production line for the Broncos. Um, he was incredible. Lots yeah, and by the sounds of things, you found yourself another another member of the Man Crush 13. Yeah, that's right. He, he goes yeah. right on there. He'll, he'll sit on the bench for a couple of weeks, but more performances like that and he'll get into my Man Crush starting side for sure. <laughs> Good to hear. How was and Jai Arrow was another forward that really stood out. Oh, and a losing losing team that got walloped. He ran for three hundred meters, which is is just insane. yeah, just diabolical. That crazy yeah. stat. Um, first first forward pick for Queensland just about on this sort of form and, and a Titans team <clears> that started the season pretty poorly. Uh it's a definite definite silver lining to having someone like there someone like Arrow in there, so yeah, it's not all uh, doom and gloom for the Titans. And uh, you were saying that uh, you're impressed with um, Jared Warrior Hargreaves as well. Yeah, he, co- he cops a lot, old Jared Warrior. He's always People always sort of pick on him if he isn't playing any good games. But he had a monster of a game, 40 tackles and 240-odd metres. Yeah, uh, uh, for one that he always gets picked on, I, I, like, I like the fact that he sort of pulled his socks up in a game and just played like he 
like can play, to be honest. Yeah, I, was, I just thought that was solid. Good, solid. Good stuff from JWH. Uh, 11 seasons in the NRL now. Hard, hard to believe, but uh, this is, is tenth, yeah, 10th season at the Roosters. Started out with Manly, but been around for a decade, so good to see that he's still firing. Um, my highlight of the weekend, I couldn't get enough of those young eels. Um, Reid Marnie at Hooker and uh, Dylan Brown, the, the teenage 5'8", and even Jamin Salmon coming off the bench. Um, the, that trio of youngsters uh, tore, the, tore the Bulldogs to, shred, to shreds, and um, yeah, the Eels just, they're really firing at the moment. It's great to see, obviously, a long season for them and their supporters last year, but now they're 2-0, and uh, yeah, I kind of see what the, the Eels fans are going through, what we went through last year, winning those first five games. Um, you know, just that sort of euphoria. It's a long season and it's a young team. They'll probably struggle to maintain that all year. But, um, yeah, you've got to feel happy for them now and they're playing a, a great brand of footy. Yeah, they are. That's exactly what, yeah. They're playing exciting footy, which is sort of reminiscent of Eels teams from the past, to be honest. Yeah, those young fellas, you can see why the Warriors were pretty much breaking the rules to chase that young Brown as hard as they did. And, gee, I wouldn't mind them picking him up at the end of this year if he does go to the open market. They are, yeah, just phenomenal at the moment. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. We were saying about Blake Ferguson, why'd they buy him? And holy roly hey hey, are they getting their money's worth out of that? <laughs> oh man, that's uh, paying off big time. Uh, don't know if the Origin recall is, is quite on the cards for him with the, the wingers New South Wales have got, but uh, geez, he's, he's there on form. He's uh, just a, an absolute meter eater, and yeah, he's, he's got a brain explosion in Ferguson, but um, so valuable. All those metres he makes, scoring a couple of tries, so yeah, he's fitting in well there nicely. Yeah, no, it is a great time for myself to be a New South Wales fan. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's been a long time. The glutton, glutton <laughs> of well, just what am I trying to say here? The amount of good footy players that can go on that team. Well, it was Queensland for so long, but yeah, New South Wales, oh, looking good. Yeah, Two in a row, Freddie, please. <laughs> and. Uh, we might just move this up the roster. Last week, your uh, stat searching for the first time, Para went two and zero, fell a bit flat. But this week, they're hunting three and zero. Do you want to take it from here? Since, is it? Am I wrong? Is that since nineteen ninety three? Yep, that's right. It's first time since ninety three. The Eels are, are looking for three straight wins to an open the season. It seems incredible. I've had some pretty successful. Seems years incredible, since. and the way the Roosters are playing seems unlikely as well. But yeah. That's a long time, isn't it? For three, they went. They had some good teams in some of those years. Yeah, and the irony is that '93 team was pretty awful. They only won six more games and finished eleventh. So, uh, despite <laughs> despite having the likes of uh, Stu Galbraith, and Brett Plowman, and uh, Michael Butner in their ranks, they uh, couldn't go on with the job. But yeah, twenty six years uh, they're looking for the first three and zero start. So. Jeez, couldn't go on with the job. Unlike yourself, then you rattled off the stats plentiful. I did. Nice I did write it down earlier, but um, <laughs> now uh, onto a less impressive team from round two, um, our Warriors. That was yeah. uh, the only positive I could draw from that game was that it was the last game of the round, and they couldn't ruin the whole weekend. Um, but yeah, there wasn't a lot to like about that performance. Uh, yeah, what did you no, there was not. No, there was not. What What went wrong? What did you? What were your takeaways from that game? My the forwards, not one forward ran for over 100 metres. Yeah, and the, uh, with that sort of effort, four four of the Tigers' forwards got over 100 metres. You're not getting one. I think Lasoni got the most with 90 metres. This is a game where Sean Johnson would have been lynched last year. 
Yeah, so, New Year, way. same Johnson, the headlines would have been saying this <laughs> yeah. week. But this year, they can't hide from that. And these forwards, yeah, it, it, was, it was just slack. Yeah, there wasn't much for uh, Green and Kieran, who were pretty ordinary, but there wasn't a lot for them to play off the back of. How can they? I don't think there's an NRL club in the comp that could win a game with a forward performance like that, off the back of that. You can't build anything from that. That defensive line was set and ready for them every time in the weekend. Yeah, and uh, they ran for 400 more metres than the Warriors, the Tigers. Uh, four line breaks to one, just rattling through some stats. Uh, what have we got here? Completion rate was uh, shocking, 22 of 33 for the Warriors, um, and the Tigers completing at 90%. That was huge. Uh, missed tackles, I think we... Yeah, missed With tackle it. count, 38 to 21 um, in the Tigers' favour, and the penalty count as well. We gave a lot of, well, a lot of penalties, 8-4. Uh, yeah, it was just dumb. They just started getting real sloppy and dumb. It was dumb footy. Once, once they sort of yeah, it's, it's hard to say at some of those old Warriors games, but it's early in the season, which I'm happy to see. Yeah. Isaac Luke didn't run for one single meter. Yeah, that's it's, it's, that's what's happening around the ruck and what how dominant the Tigers are. If he can't get out of dummy half to yeah, get a meter, that's right. He's not one to shy away from a dummy half run. He, he copped a bit of um, flack for his performance. I thought he was okay, given that he. You know, thrown into a starting lineup late uh, after surgery. Uh, yeah, wasn't I didn't agree. There, um, you'll be better for the run. Um, yeah, the, when you're not, when your forwards aren't going forward, it's hard to get those dummy half meters. And I'm sure Luke will be, um, yeah, better next week if the forwards can be a bit better than they were. Um, yeah, just seemed a lack of intensity from the forwards, and um, yeah, just the, there's a lack of game breakers in that pack. It's uh, individually, you look at them and you think each one's a good player, but there's just not a hell of a lot of variety or, or game-breaking ability in that. Quite one-dimensional, isn't it? Yeah, um, Lachlan Burr's one that I want to single out. He's he's a good, solid player, and he's, he's got that number 13 jersey. Obviously, he's, he's trained well over the off-season, but uh, there's, a, there's probably a reason why he hasn't played first grade for two and a half years. Um, since he was at the Bulldogs, and, and he's a great player to have on the roster, good backup, he gives a lot of effort, but when you look at the, what the other 13s around the competition are giving their clubs, you know, you've got Jason Tamalolo and, and Tavita Pangai Jr., who would usually play lock, uh, the wrecking balls, and game breakers with a lot of pace, like Murray and Victor Radley, and, um, and you've got guys like Matt Gillard as well, and then there's the workhorses with a bit of skill, Jake Kravojevic, uh, Jai Arrow, we've already talked about, Dale Finuke, and even Paul Gallon and Brandon Smith. Um, sort of see what we're lacking a wee bit. Of, Gee, there's know. a lot of, you just rattled off a lot of loose forwards in the comp that are, like you said, not a, not a bad footy player. We're not saying that, but gee, the quality that you just rattled off, that, that's that's nearly 15-odd names you just rattled off then. Yeah, yeah that, I, I don't know. It was Harley, is he that much different to come on in that position, do you think? Yeah, I'm not sure. He seems better suited to, to an edge. Um and Adam Blair seems to be the obvious one to go back to, to 13. Obviously played a lot of footy there, and, and he's not really working out on the edge, I don't think. Uh, just doesn't quite seem suited there. Not that he racks up big numbers or anything uh, when he does play in the middle, Blair, but it just seems to be a bit, better balance for the team. Got some decent results with him there last year. It's probably, uh, yeah, if, if it doesn't work out this week with Burr at 13, I think it's time to pull the trigger. Probably worthy of a spot in the 17, but... Yeah, starting 13, not quite so sure. Yeah, that edge, you, you need someone that can either hit a perfect hole or even put a pass for someone else into a perfect hole out in those edges. And 
Blair and some of those other names you just mentioned, they're, they're just not that type of footy. So yeah. we, there is, there is, we need a fix out there. I just don't know where we get it from. Maybe Lavaha Polo is probably yeah. not the best footy player going around, but at least he does does something different. Yeah, I was impressed with him. What he did last year, I was surprised that he wasn't in the, the round one squad to begin with, and, and definitely they didn't get caught up this week. So. Uh, yeah, a bit of work for him to do, obviously, in Stephen Kearney's eyes. But um, And with Sam Lasorne getting suspended once again, uh, <laughs> looks like we're going to have, who I thought has actually been all right, he's, he's been getting a pounding in the comments section on this Warriors Life's post. But I actually think he's been okay. Um, you know, he's, he's been running for a few metres. He's been improved, yeah, anyway. At least yeah. he's a better player than he was last yeah, year. Yeah, he's uh, shown a fair bit of intent, which you probably couldn't say about too many of the, the Warriors last week. Just sort of went through the motions. And, um, yeah, shame for him that he's put himself sort of back to square one a wee bit. And Lingy Sow is the somewhat surprising, in my eyes, um, replacement, mm. probably on the bench, based on that 21 that was named the other night. So... Yeah, we'll see what he can add. Um, personally, I would like to see our man Chris Atai come back, or even Paulo. So, mm. we'll see how that works out in this manly. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just hoping it's just one of those games. Uh, that's what at the moment I'm just hoping it is just one of those games, and they can yeah. use that as a bit of an attitude adjustment to then get back on track about what footy season's about. But yeah, the, the, the okay, it's hard to sort of seven, eight days ago where we're here screaming screaming from the rafters how good our team was. So, yeah. I don't know. It's so early in the season, but at the moment, I think you're right with a lot of your points there. Because, um, yeah, just one concern, and it was my concern before the start of the season. Obviously, it all went out the window after that big win against the Bulldogs, and it is being a bit of a doomsayer, but, uh, you know, just, just the sense that against a good defensive team, we might not have the attack and the variety to... To compete with the better defensive sides, obviously the Tigers very good defensive team they were last year, even though they missed the finals. Um, only conceded a couple of tries so far this year, um, and yeah, we sort of ran out of answers. They went to Tuivasa Sheik a lot, um, and he was trying to spark stuff. Um, can't can't blame him, but you know when there's only one threat, uh, it's pretty easy to shut down. So. Um, yeah, we'll see what the offence has got up their sleeve this week against Manly, but more on that game a bit later on. Um, we've got a new new uh, section for this podcast, a Facebook comment of the week. Um, oh, nice! So I th- thought we'd put the spotlight on uh, some of our loyal followers. Um, we've got a, a comment from uh, from Philly Steve Tapua, who's uh, a loyal follower. I noticed him in the comments a fair bit. Uh, so this is what uh, he had to say after the loss. Um, and he must have obviously well, gone through the press conference with a fine-tooth comb because he's uh, got a face-melting spray for Stephen Cooney. Um, so, so this is how the comment reads. So the coach laments that we've been our own worst enemy. Yo, bro, we've been our own worst enemy for 25 years now and you've only just woken up today? Good grief, what next? We're just lacking consistency, in quote marks. Blimey heck, man, get Jacinda Ardern to coach. If she can change our, if she can change our legislation in one week, she definitely can win a premiership in one year. Over and out, exclamation mark. Um, so, if, um, St- uh, uh, Steve Kearney's ears were burning then, but yeah. Um, passionate response, and that's what we love on, on TWR. That poor bugger was really upset, wasn't he? He yeah. was just emotionally upset from that game and needed a vent. 
Yeah, well, we all do, and um, yeah, happy to provide a forum, of course, as long as everyone shows respect and doesn't call people names. Uh, now, moving on to round three, um, kicks off on Thursday night with the Broncos and the Dragons. Bit of a grudge match here. Obviously, we all remember what happened in the qualifying final in Brisbane last year. The Dragons uh, came from out of nowhere and gave the Broncos an absolute hiding. Um, the Broncos will have revenge on their mind. Um, how do you see this one going? We see Broncos coming off a very good one over the Cowboys, Dragons 0-2, and, and a few problems with their lineup. Yeah, this, this Broncos pack, you said it, and this, they've won me over. If they can keep playing like that, that pack, there's no way the Dragons... The Dragons are under pressure anyway. The forwards are anyway. So with the Broncos playing this, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. think the Broncos are just way too strong. Um, Mary, oh, Mary McGregor's under the pump already, isn't he? Yeah, it's the, the beads of sweat on the uh, bald head of his, and I'm not throwing stones because I've got a similar... <laughs> That's a big forehead. Yeah. That's a five head. It starts way further up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was on 360 the other night, batting off uh, questions over his spine. But yeah, the, the big problem seems to be in the pack. Obviously, you no know, Jack DeBallon, that won't change for some time, you wouldn't think. And um, and Tyson Frizzell ripping his nutsack open. So, <laughs> so tough start to the year for the Dragons. They do get Corbin Sims uh, for the first time this week. So obviously a bit of a forgotten uh, recruit for the Dragons, but... He should add something, although he returns to the scene of his absolute shocker for the Broncos um, in that qualifying final. Man, did he drop his bundle in that game. So, uh, yeah, but an interesting addition, uh, teaming up with brother Tarek for the first time. So, yeah, they need a boost in the middle of the field and he might provide it. But, yeah, I just don't see the Broncos getting beaten here. No, no. And sometimes forward packs do step up against the so-called big packs of the comp. So maybe the Dragons might might step up and just take take the battle on. But, yeah, from what I've seen, I, I think the Broncos are... Yeah, well, no, Seabold's got them pretty polished. Yep, yep. And pretty Jack, polished. Jack Bird looking really good last week. Even Darius Boyd showed a fair bit of improvement. So, again, if those halves fire, then, yeah, it could take some stopping. Yeah, I like Jack Bird when he's playing good. When mm. the, the last season at the Sharks, he... Oh, good footy player to watch, man. He, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he is good. So I'm liking the fact that he's actually... Answering up to the critic because everyone barking on about how much money he was making and what he was doing, but say, so, no, he was never not a good footy player. Yeah, no, it's good to see, all right. Uh, the Friday schedule kicks off with the Raiders and Knights um, down in Canberra at 6 o'clock our time. Um, both teams, one and one, coming off uh, hard fought losses last week. Um, how do you see this one unfolding? I don't know. Well, uh, just Raiders are tough there on a Friday, a cold Friday night down in Canberra, mate. I, yeah, I'd, I'd want the Knights to win, but I, I think the Raiders can sneak this one. I do. I, I like the I like the fact that uh, Ponga might be going back to fullback, though. I think that's a good move. Shame Leno didn't make the starting. Isn't going to get the starting lineup if that happens, though. Yeah, I'd like to see Mace get a get a run for the Knights at some stage. Um, the last I read actually was that if Connor Watson's out of the fullback spot, he's got a bit of an injury. Oh, he's fine, yeah, they've confirmed gone there. Okay, and is Ponga going to fullback, or are they chucking in... Um, oh, that, sorry, that man. was just the late mail I was reading tonight. Okay. That was, yeah, just what I was reading. It's looking like Watson won't play. Yeah, okay, because there was the talk that Kurt Mann might be the replacement of fullback, which, um, you know, you want... Oh, is that right? You want an opportunity to, to uh, you know, to put your best team available out there. You'd have to think Ponga, that fullback... If, yeah. if Watson's out, but uh, yep, sticking solid at, at 
5'8 by the sounds of it, so we'll see. Yeah, I've liked Kurt Mann coming off the bench into that hooking role. Yes, he, he, he's right, a nice little darts out of dummy half. Yeah. I, don't, I, I, may not, I may be missing a heap of the other, what he's doing, what he's doing <laughs> wrong, but yeah, those, <laughs> those dummy half runs, I, I like the way he can get out of there in a bit of a swerve and a shimmy. Yeah, no, very versatile player as well. Good to good to have one of those on the bench, obviously. And uh, the Knights probably could have could have won that game against Penrith last week. Our man R. Kelly uh, looked like Edric Lee looked like he had it in the bag again, and James Maloney with the try saver of the year so far. So yeah, not to be a, a second match winner in a row for Edric, but uh, yeah, again tight loss. They've been too hard for contests, which should put them in good stead. Uh, Raiders just weren't quite good enough for the storm last week. They did hang in the contest when it could have easily been a blowout. So uh, yeah, you're yeah. Right. yeah. I I, I've got a bit of a golden point feeling about this one. Have you now? Yeah, have you now? Oh, oh, JC Jared Croker for the for the droppy. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Or you're looking the other way. I I think I'd give it to um, Chance Nickel Cross. That wouldn't they? Woo! <laughs> Whoa, and as you would, as you would. I'm surprised. How did chance go? I didn't. I didn't see much of this. How did chance go last weekend? Um, not too bad. I think he had quite a quite a good uh, run meters tally. Um, yeah, fair fair performance I think from chance, and I'm surprised he hasn't been made captain, goal kicker, and um, <laughs> captain coach actually. But, <laughs> but early days for chance, and yeah, he's making that fullback spot his own at the moment. Um, I'm not sure how long they'll persevere with White and, and the halves because it doesn't seem to quite be yeah. working. But uh, yeah, positive signs for the Raiders. Uh, second game on Friday: Eels versus the Roosters. This is a late late game. Um, we've already talked a fair bit about the Eels and what they're doing right and what there is to like about them. Uh, Roosters bounce back from that week one loss to the Rabbitohs with a pretty uh, comprehensive win over Manly with a couple of players missing and atrocious. Conditions um, at a Brookvale. Uh, Luke Carey really good for them last week. A handful of trisis and and they'll have Cooper Cronk and uh, Jake Friend back this week. So, do you think the Eels can get that elusive three and zero? again, like the Knights, I, I'd love them to. The Roosters are good, man. Old, I reckon old Carey wouldn't have minded if Cronk just stayed away for another week. Eh? Didn't he enjoy? Just having the run of the show last week, he yeah. was he was immense. He had it on a string, um, and yeah, could see young Lachlan Lamb, son of a rooster's great, get a get a first yeah. grade debut. He got a try too, didn't he? Didn't he grab himself a try? Um, not sure. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be horrendously wrong about a, like I am about a lot oh, of things. Man, but geez, that, that doesn't it show the strength of Manly when play, teams rest players now against them? It's like <laughs> yeah, a bye yeah. week, and still win uh, pretty comfortably. <laughs> Handsomely on the worst <laughs> footy field band's ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they will be missing Brett Morris. Um, picked up an injury on that dodgy surface. Um, so they have Matt Ikevalu, uh coming in on the wing for him. I'd like, I can't wait to see Ryan Hall, the uh, Englishman. Yeah, what's the story with him? I think, Is he's, he... I think he's come here with an injury, so he's still oh. a wee way off. But yeah, he, he turned into one of my favourites begrudgingly over the years. Um, you serious? Yeah, I, I, used to, I couldn't stand him, and then he just sort of won me over. It's kind of the same he way. Looks like that, that, bad boy, uh, that bad boy wrestler, Baptista. <laughs> he's uh, built quite similar, yeah. Um, but he just <laughs> just had that knack. He's a big burly guy, and just had a knack of getting down those narrow corridors and scoring. Yeah, it's won me over. So 
Uh, Another lunch. Yeah. This man crush, dude. Hey, <laughs> it's going to be. We we'll have to do two, an away and a home team. <laughs> You're making me sound like a floozy, so we're going to move on <laughs> to. Uh, Who's next on the agenda? That's the Seagulls and Warriors. Uh, uh, first game of uh, Super Saturday uh, down in Christchurch. Um, and are you coming up for the game, Brad? Nah, I don't think I'll be able to make it up this weekend. Like I said away last weekend, I would love to, but no. Gee, it's perfect, perfect time for New Zealand TV watching, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's good. I'm I'm based in uh, in North Canterbury here, so this is my uh, home game for the year. I'll be heading down and looking forward to it. You'll be pesting around the stadium. Yeah, that's right. I'll uh, I'll be in there. So it's all of a sudden it's a tough game, isn't it? Yeah, it's not looking quite as easy as it was a few days ago. even man, even though Manly have been poor, but they've got Tom Trevojevic back this week, so yeah. he's obviously ahead for them. And we, yeah, when you touch it, do, do you have like it's not great the tra- New Zealand uh, the Warriors playing around New Zealand, is it? No, they've uh, they've got a, a shocking record actually. Um, they've played uh, getting up towards thirty games, and um, um, they've uh, won less than ten of them. So is that uh, right? Yeah. I, I went to one. At, Forsyth Bar here a couple of years ago against the Bulldogs, oh, and I took a couple place. of rugby fans with me to my league. My, pro, my I love my league. Let's go to the league. You'll love it. And it was the most dreary loss I've ever been to. I've never been so embarrassed about taking someone to a game of footy. <laughs> that was yeah. a game. I was there for that too, and it was an absolute uh, yeah debate. Wasn't it boring? Oh yeah, it's just so flat. Like even even Warriors losses usually have a bit more spark than that. But man, that was. Dumb. I ended up watching Friends on Netflix yeah. on my phone. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been way better, actually. <laughs> Thinking back to Ross that and game. the leather pants. <laughs> that is a classic. Um, yeah, so, we're, sorry, back to Manly. Yeah, terrible on the road. What, what, are, what, are, you, what are you thinking with this one? Well, it's, uh, it's probably a, a decent game to come back into uh, after that loss. Manly, obviously, struggling for confidence. Uh, they do have a couple of players back, Travojevic and Adam Fanua-Blake, but... Um, not a team that's going to scare the Warriors. Um, probably not one of the stronger packs in the comp um, overall. So probably give the Warriors a chance just to get back on top in the middle, uh, lay a platform again, and probably do something similar to what they did to the Bulldogs. Probably not to the same extent, but um, yeah, just a, a similar sort of job and uh, just get their confidence back. Um, I, I definitely like their chances, the Warriors here. Um, Kearney stuck with the same 17. Didn't really pan out too well for Dean Pay when he did that, but uh, with the Bulldogs. <laughs> but uh, he's given them another chance, and yeah, I'm sure he's put them on notice this week because um, another performance like that against a team like Manly won't uh, won't stand with Kearney. I'm sure um, ahead of round four. So yeah, uh, I think it's just all about laying that platform. Uh, you know, Green's Green's experienced enough to bounce back from a loss like that and, and really you know take control. Uh, the back three obviously have been outstanding already this this season. Um, bar David Fusatua's goal line defence last week, um, and yeah, I just think they'll they'll get the job done. Could be a bit scrappy. Obviously, a lot of motion surrounding the game, um, but by the time the game kicks off, I'm sure that uh, that will all subside and they'll you know, get down to business. There's a game of footy on. Yeah, that's right, and, it is, and it's worth mentioning it's a, a great occasion, first major sporting event in. Uh, Christchurch since the attacks, so uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of emotion in the week leading up to it, and obviously pre-game as well. Hopefully, we get a packed house here, and uh, yeah, just be a great way to pay tribute to uh, to the victims of the attacks, and and also I think the uh, 
first responders, uh, ambulance staff, nurses, and, and police, and all that sort of all those sort of people are uh, going to um, get a bit of a shout out before the game as well. Do a bit of a, a lap of honour beforehand um, for everything that they went through. So yeah, it's going to be a great occasion. Sometimes a game of footy is bigger than than just the two points, and this is one of those. So yeah, it'll be great to see. Yeah, no, that's well said, mate. Yeah, those first responders. Yeah, I hope they they deserve everything they get. Congratulations for what they done the other week. The poor buggers are just normal human beings that had to walk into absolute terror. Yeah. So yeah, I hope I hope they get up. Hope they yeah, hope they get looked after at that game. Um. So but, yeah, yeah, it should be a, an interesting contest for sure. Um. Yeah, but it's, what? It, I don't think it's, it's going to be going? pretty. No, they'll have to um, graft it out and. Yeah, I don't think they'll the seagulls will sort of fall over like the the bulldogs did for them, but um, yeah, it might just be the kind of confidence boosting when they need. Um, the the thing that frightens me about Manly is they do have those game breakers that we probably don't have. Tom Travoyevich, mm, Daly Cherry yeah. Evans, um, even guys like Moses Sully out in the centres, big body, and, and Marty Tapao, just those um, you know those guys that can bust the game open. Even if the rest of the side doesn't look too flash on paper. Yeah, between between a lot of them, they're probably good for 14 points a game that lot. Yeah, so uh, the defence will have to obviously be a lot better last week. It, yeah, just sort of fell over on their goal line last week. The Warriors all made some bad reads, and um, I'm sure they'll be much better for the run this week. Yeah, this, this week, this week, this, this week, week, this week. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's not lament on last week too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gee whiz, we end up teary-eyed and just wondering what we're doing yeah. with our lives. <laughs> Packing up the But anyway, who's next on the Saturday? We're, well, we're both going to go Warriors. We're, we're never not going to back the Warriors, so yeah. is that right? Yeah, no, no I'm definitely tipping them. Um, yeah, eight or ten yeah. points, I reckon. They're probably good for the margin. Um, and then, then are we to Shark Park, or is it 13,000 uh, smile? 1,300 smile. Um. Oh, 1,300, <laughs> Not that many people smiling yeah. up there. <laughs> well, not at the moment after Jason Tamalolo's no. six, six to ten week in, injury diagnosis. Jeez, what a blow to their chances. Yeah, all from a wallet from Tavita, eh? Yeah, I'll tell you what, if you're talking about winning that uh, matchup by knockout, put it on oh. back for six weeks. But yeah, obviously yeah. a big blow for the... Cowboys, still plenty of talent in that pack, but uh, yeah, they're going to have to step up. I'm looking at Matt Scott, Jordan McLean, and, and Cohen Hess there. Josh McGuire's been good so far, but man, it's just, uh, you know, when you can bank on someone for 250 odd metres a game and, you know, a line break, and <laughs> that's a, it's a lot to replace. Yeah, you don't replace that, girls like that. That's, a, that's what they're going to miss, that, that just struggling to have to pick up that pick up all that work in the centre of the field, which they just rely on happening week in, week out. The, the Sharks, in terms of picking up their game, the Sharks picked up their game last week, so yeah. this I, I thought they played real good. Johnson and Dugan out that side all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden looked quite pretty, although there was one of the craziest tries I've ever seen. That was just a mess out in front of the post there, dribbling across and dropped and kicked. Yeah, but yeah. Then, was... did, did, did Dugan end up with it in the end and yeah, fell over for a try? What a, what a shit point that was. <laughs> Yeah, they're not pretty. You should only get two or three points for those sort of tries, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but on a positive note, there was some very pretty play from Johnson. Um, beautiful try yeah. assist for Katoa. Had a, a nice involvement for another try there. Made a line break, so uh, there's still plenty of people out there hating on him and saying he did F all in that game and just refused to admit that he could possibly do anything good. But, um, yeah, I think the Sharks will be more than happy with what he produced, and he looks like he's just easing into things in that Cronulla side. I'm sure that he's 
enjoying not having the weight of of um, Warriors' expectation on them. So you know, yeah, that, that, that pass that you spoke of then, that just I've just seen that pass so many times, and all of a sudden there's a different result. It's someone else scoring the try. How many times do you see that for the Warriors? That pass and putting away a winger like that, yeah. and now someone else is reaping the rewards of yeah. just how good he is. Yeah, yeah. So now all the best. I've seen him after the game. Do you see the kids swarming him after the game for? It would have been 300 kids swarming them for, for um, what are they called? You know, you scribble your name on a bit of paper. Autograph yeah. is the word you're looking for, yeah. Brad. <laughs> yeah, the, the kids just swarmed them. So they love them there just as much as they love them here. So good on them. Yeah, no, he's, he's obviously good for the game. And, um, yeah, because we can just put the negativity aside, I think. Um, yeah. And I've got to go the Sharks, I think. A lot of changes to that Cowboys lineup. They've totally shaken up that back line, which is probably a good thing. Uh, but yeah, I think the Sharks uh, just got into the groove last week and should be too strong up there. Yeah, I, I go on Sharks as well, but I am starting to wonder why I do do even pick a team because, to be honest, there's more chance of the stray dog Daryl Halligan pronouncing Kieran Foran's name correctly <laughs> than me picking a result at the moment. <laughs> yeah, the, the tipping has been nightmare so far. <laughs> Isn't uh, it? Yeah. Just anyone could. No wonder at the World Cups and that they go to an octopus to pick stuff. <laughs> Yeah, we need to get our own octopus on. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Any pet stores listening? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we're open for uh, free octopuses, and we'll give you a shout. Out. Um, need a tank too. We'll need a tank. <laughs> yeah. Um, so who was next? So we're both going cowboys there. Then is that the last game sharks, of Saturday? Both going we... sharks. Aren't we? What's that? Both going sharks there. Yeah, we both went sharks. Yeah. 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 No, the cowboys. The, yeah. Poor buggers, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't see cowboys. I mean, sharks. <laughs> you want to go the cowboys, don't you? Just change it. Um, yeah. Penrith and Melbourne is the last game on Super Saturday. Penrith taking this one out to Bathurst by, again, by the looks of things. Um, third year out there, I think, after they just crushed. So they'll be under lights out there. I've only seen day games out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting one. It says Carrington Park. I'm pretty sure that is the ground in Bathurst. Is that Bathurst? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, okay. Who, who's going to stop? The, I don't. Yeah. yeah the Maloney can't defend like that for two weeks in a row, so you're not going to have that try line saving. No. But yeah, I just can't see who's going to stop. I don't think the Panthers are going to be the ones to stop the Storm yet. No, they look. Yeah, they look pretty uh, clinical already. The Storm probably maybe a bit disappointed of not sort of going on, racking up a big score after getting yeah. sort of double digit uh, leads to nil um, in both games against Brisbane and Canberra, but. Yeah, uh, yeah, you can't really complain too much about what they're doing. Vunivalu first half hat trick last week. Uh, yeah, just just doing what they do. Yeah, the the systems just seem to be <laughs> three or four rounds ahead of everyone already, don't they? Yeah. They're just, it's, like they're, they're just just that little bit better than everyone. So I hope people can pin them back. I don't mind the storm, but I don't want them to just run away on a contest at this comp. Nah, even with the minor premiership, they yeah. Yeah. Um, but oh, it's early doors, early doors, mate. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Panthers, unpredictable team. Not a great record against Melbourne, but uh, plenty of firepower out there. They haven't definitely haven't clicked yet. They'll be pretty, uh, pretty hard happy. to get a read on, aren't they? Yeah. I, 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 I still don't quite know where they're at yet. I, I don't know what team we're dealing with at the moment. No. Um, they would be happy to get that one up in Newcastle last week, though. Pretty, pretty effort there. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah. And um, Josh Mansell back this week as well. Although Malachi, uh, Malachi Watanet, Zelezniak got come up with a play of the round, batting that ball back in um, after yeah, his gun. 
going dead. Jeez, it was an incredible play and really turned the game for them. He was quite involved in that whole game, though, wasn't he? He's always, yeah. You always seem to hear them start spiking out his name or something there. That's, yeah. yeah. Could see him back. Is he, is he, what, so who, what was that? Malachi, Malachi. Yeah. The, is he older or younger? Um, I don't know. I, Did I hear he's older? Which, yeah, I, can't, well, I can't be right. Well, Challen is that, pretty, but, um, uh, I thought pretty of, young, so you could be right there. I can't, he's, yeah, he's 27, Malachi. Yeah, yeah. Sort of I just moment. thought it was his younger brother coming through, and then I heard them say, older brother Malachi. I thought, yeah. gee whiz, the young brother's just been shitting all over him for the last few yeah. years, so he gets a chance now. No, we could see the, the brothers playing back together. He, he had a couple of years at West Tigers. Yep. Um, so, yeah, but no, pretty handy having a backup like that when you've got a winger out. So, um, But, yeah, I yeah. don't quite see the Panthers getting up for this one. Nah, nah. No, neither do I. I'll be both of us Panthers again, and then is it? Yeah. What do we got? Is it Tigers? Is it Tigers? Yeah, Tigers Bulldogs kick off uh, Sunday. Tigers obviously um, on top of the world after a two and zero start, two pretty handy wins. Especially that win against the Warriors, they're very impressive. You know, we dissected how badly the Warriors played, but the Tigers um, after a pretty even yeah. thirty five minutes, they just put the afterburners on, and Robbie Farrow went berserk and. Um, yeah, that was that was that pretty much. Yeah, no, they um, they they really did just streak away. There was a stage there where the Warriors forced sort of two in goal dropouts, and um, yeah, Tiger. I thought that was going to be the turning point, but the Tigers just that's when they sort of hit the Jets, and they were gone. They're buzzing at the moment, aren't they? That Alex Twelve is a yeah. lunatic, man. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a cult hero in the making for sure. Gee, um, where's he? Just, just even his face, he looks like some sort of Nintendo character. <laughs> And the eyes in that, yeah, he's loopy, but far out. Some of those runs were impressive. That was like old Villa, Villa Santi days, and who was the other madman? Pagliacina. Oh, yeah, Mr. Effective. Um, yeah. So, yeah. no, nah, yeah, the Tigers, well, good. I, th- I thought Foran looked pretty good in patches last weekend. Yeah, not too bad for a team that got a bit of a hammering again, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, obviously, he's on a bit of a hiding to nothing there, Foran, because he's not getting much to play off the back of, but... I think you're right. Yeah. Um, and that old Dino scoured every sort of shopping plaza around Balmore and scratched up another six guys to bring it in. Eh? Yeah, he's um, he's gone around the local pub teams and <laughs> had to had to um, to scramble to get them registered in time for the game. Uh, yeah, sitting outside of Coles with a <laughs> please help Dean petition. <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's uh, a bit disrespectful for the players that come in, but we're, we'll run through <laughs> yeah, the changes fair enough, there. Fair enough. Uh, Nick Meaney's coming at fullback. A few rap raps on him from um, from new, his Newcastle days. So good to see him get a run there with Hopalati moving to centres. Jaden Ockenbor on the wing. Don't know too much about him, but he's replaced. Um, he's coming for Marcelo Montoya. Um, and the other changes: Raymond Fontala Mariner, who's the former warrior, but he has had two pretty ordinary games. Has he what? Yeah, he's he's out. And um, who Rhys Martin back in. Yeah, Rhys Martin's come in. I think bound to pressure from the fans. I couldn't believe he was left out. Yeah. But he's that kind of dynamic game breaker that they've been missing. You know, someone that can sort of swing a game. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, like a Jimmy Dimmock sort of. Yeah. Player yeah. of the Bulldogs. Yeah. 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 No, he um, last ten rounds last year. He 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 was just. Absolutely super. Yeah. He was doing everything. So, yeah, no, it's good that he's back in. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I, I did jest a bit toward Dino with the thin squad he's got. But, yeah, that, that meanie, he's, um, I, I like the fact that he's in there. I've, yeah. heard a bit, I've heard a bit of banter about him as well. So, 
Yeah, at least he's trying something, I suppose. Yeah. He's got he's got to try something. He's, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully they give him a year to actually build a, to choose a squad to play with next year. Yeah, well, you kind of feel sorry for him. He, he's a pretty highly regarded assistant from, I think, Melbourne and Canberra, his assistant, and arrived at the Bulldogs, and then they said, oh, oh by the way, now that you're here, uh, Des Hasler totally screwed your salary cap and you got to have any play. <laughs> So you're going to have to share to Aaron Woods and Moses Zimbler during the season, and David Clemens is going to be gone at the end of the year, and we're not signing yeah. anyone good. So that's low, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, hopefully build the season, but um, yeah, I, I don't see them winning. No, Tigers too much momentum there. Uh, defense has been outstanding. The thing that I've really liked about them, besides their veteran uh, playmakers playing really well, is. Some of those, the they've got a few good players in their pack, but it's the guys like, as you mentioned, Twal and the rookie Luke Garner and Josh um, Alloy um, coming off the bench. They were they just ripped in against the Warriors and um, yeah, sort of even they might have even showed up. Some of their bigger name teammates certainly showed up the Warriors and yeah, just a team that looks uh, looks it's nicely numb. balanced, doesn't it? Yeah, With the sort of youth. It's just a nice balance, sort of handing the torch over type team, but. Yeah, they're all clicking together and, yeah, real nice ballot. And Maguire, he, he's a good coach, so yeah, it doesn't exactly. surprise me that he's getting something out of them. No, that's right. And uh, if they can leave Josh Reynolds out again, that's obviously a team that's humming. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, so both going Tigers there. Last game on the so, bill, uh, Rabbitohs and Titans. Yeah, poor old game. Titans, eh? It doesn't get any easier. No, they've, uh, yeah, but they Got one try in the two games. Even the injection of Anthony Don couldn't inspire them last week. Um, no. Didn't really come up uh, too well against the Sharks there. Uh, pretty hard on them, losing their uh, losing their first-choice halves after half a game. Um, so they'll soldier on. A lot of talent in that side. But, yeah, we'll uh, see if they can improve this week. Um, the Rabbitohs obviously been outstanding in their first two games. Sort of hard-fought uh, first half, and then just blowing their opponents off the paddock in the second, the Roosters and Dragons. So, yeah, another team looks like they're enjoying playing together and enjoying their footy. Yeah, yeah, that you're right. Their fitness, they just they just blow you dead right and saying they're blowing them away that second half. They just got the stamina just to keep going and going. I like that big lanky winger for the Rabbits. Yeah, Campbell he's, he's, Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good watch. He just he does exactly what a winger should do. But that Cameron Murray, another oh. Man Crush 13 member. Oh, yeah. He, he, like Crichton, they spend all that money on Crichton. Far out. Yeah. Man, he's, I just love his footwork, great pace, and, you know, knows how to put someone away as well. He's just a great all-rounder. They're already talking about him as Jack DeBallon's replacement in the Origin side, and it's hard to disagree. Jeez, he's a handy young player. Yeah. I, th- I think we spoke earlier just on another phone call just about how we wish we had something like that's exactly what we needed the Warriors in the second row, just that pace. When he split them open the other day to set up that try, yeah. like, it was hard to believe that that's a second row or a lock or whatever, yeah. charging through like that with that pace and skill. Yeah. yeah, awesome young man, awesome young man. So, yeah, obviously a tough ask for the Titans this week. I'm sure we are both tipping the Rabbitohs there. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not going to say it's easy money, but yeah, that, that's who I'm picking anyway. I don't know about the rest of you bludgers. <laughs> yeah, that seems to be the, the lock of the week, I think, that one. Don't see an upset coming there. Um, so that's round three. Um, like last week, we're going to finish off with um, our stat slash history corner. We haven't come up with a jazzier title yet, so we'll just roll with that for now. Um, 
Adam Adam Kieran and, and Blake Green, the new Hearts pairing, uh, 50-50 record after two games. Can I can I just interrupt there? I, I, you sure can. The stats corner. I think it just needs a bit more than a bit more because it, it means a whole lot more to you. So I, I just spent the weekend just. As, like I said, I was in Wanaka and I was sitting by the lake just trying to get inspiration. I, I come up for a little, um, just the start of a, a jingle, just, just an intro. Is it, do you mind if I, I um, <laughs> By all means, it? by all means. Yeah, no, I know it means a lot, so I just wanted to put the effort in for you, buddy. Yeah. So here we go. It's, excuse me. <clears throat> I haven't been doing too many both. Right, you ready? Yeah. Stats Corner. Oh, love it, love it. That is yeah. uh, going to become a signature of the show, I'm sure. Work in progress. Yeah. Room for improvement. Oh, I love yeah, the, um, there you go. The, is it, what do they call that? Is it a hi-hat? That little... Um, that little yeah, that sort of harks back to my... It's more my beatboxing days. Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah. okay. Nice. But yeah, I just no, sort of had to tone it, it down. But yeah. it's a bit jazzy. Sort of jazz. Oh, no, is it a jazz feel? Anyway, back to the, cor- back to the corner, mate. Well, you've, you've uh, given it a great boost. So I'm, I'm super pumped about this now. Uh, so, just look, obviously, it's a long season. Karen may or may not get the uh, the chance to forge a long term relationship with Blake Green and the halves there. But thought we'd go and have a look at the winningest halves combinations in Warriors history. Um, so we've uh, dug up the stats. Minimum twenty games um, has been the as a pairing. As a pairing, and uh, and it's uh, by win percentage. So we'll start at number five. Um, Stacey Jones and Lance Ohio, just under the 50% record there, 48.8%, 21 wins, 22 losses. Uh, one of the more prolific halves pairings that we've had. Um, yeah, obviously you want to be over 50%, otherwise you're not playing in the finals. So. Yeah. How many games did they play together? Did you start uh, 43 in the halves. Did they? Yeah. Huh, just, it's just... surprising to me. Did they overlap in their careers? Um, yeah, they did. Obviously... Uh, Jones came back. Yeah, Jones came back and Lance played all over the team sheet, so um, they never really had too long. Oh, okay. yeah. um, they probably the most they played would have been in that, that uh, two thousand and two rookie year that Ho had. Yeah. Um, huh. yeah, just just for a point of reference, they're the third most uh, they've played the third most games together as a halves combination for the Warriors. The two most was uh, fifty games for Stacey Jones and Gene Namu, the original well the nine five original. <laughs> Gene. Yeah. Uh, Slick Jane Namu, um, 45, and the next was 45 games for Sean Johnson and Tom Sulaway, actually, so, oh. um, yeah, oh, yeah. we haven't yeah. really yeah. had been blessed with, um, blessed with long-serving halves combinations. There's been no dynasties there, has there? No, um, obviously revolving cast for, for Sean yeah. during his eight seasons. Um, yeah, yeah. And so who was number four? Number four is Sean Johnson and Chad Townsend. Uh, they had a 52.9% win rate in 34 games, 18 wins, 16 losses. So that's a pretty fair effort. Could have been. It's, a, a, it's not a bad average, eh? Yeah, so that's during those 2014 15 years that Townsend was there. Um, they probably would have boosted that a bit until Johnson just about snapped his leg off in that game against Manor. <laughs> that's right. Uh, so they sort of had a bit of a good thing going there, oh, Sean and, and Chad. Mm. Um, and the next three are highly surprising to me, that they would be the most uh, most successful. Winningest. Players. Yeah, the winningest. Uh, at 58%, Stacey Jones and John Simon from the 1999... John Simon? Yeah, from the 99-2000 era, which was famously unsuccessful under Mark Graham. They were um, terrible years when Simon was there. Yeah, well, they missed the finals by a mile, 
um, both times, but when John Simon arrived in midway through 1990, sort of sparked a bit of resurgence. Um, and then Stacey had a broken arm at the start of 2000. They lost a bunch of games. Any return, they sort of won a few. So, so that yeah. win percentage when they're both there is actually pretty fair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gee, old John Simon could punt a ball, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah. Could, could field goal kicker as well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I didn't mind so, his little stint there. Um, yeah. And he was over for old boys' day as well. So, saw him cruising around there, which is kind oh, of cool. so he's, it's good that he's still keeping in touch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, like that. Who was two? Just a shade of he- ahead of them with 58.3% Grant Ravalli and Michael Witt. Probably the least heralded halves combination in Warriors history. Um... But yeah, took the. It makes sense, to, though, doesn't it? Looking it at does. those two, I don't know. For some reason, they it feels like they played. How many games did they play? They played thirty games together. Is that all? Mm. Yeah. So mm. the, there was that two thousand seven and oh eight were the two years. What was there? Yeah. Uh, they made the finals both years. Um, what sort of fell out of favour a little bit, and Nathan Fiend came into the house for a bit. But yeah, they were, yeah, obviously pretty handy record together. Took the Warriors to. That 2008 preliminary final, um, Michael Whip with that memorable try in Melbourne. <laughs> <laughs> Go down and folklore that one, doesn't yeah. it? I uh, I interviewed him recently, um, and obviously talked to him about that try. And yeah, he's, he's quite, I wouldn't say sheepish about it, but he, he said he could, when he saw the replay, he couldn't believe it. Uh, he he had no. He said he was just trying to wind down the clock um, because obviously there's only a few seconds left and. He, he couldn't believe it when he saw the replay that he was like holding the air up and the ball, uh, the ball up in the air and and that Cameron Smith got so close. It, Put it down, Dickie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, looked like he was being a show party, but he, yeah, just he had no idea. It was quite. Just funny. had no idea there was someone up his date. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, nice guy, Michael Wood, actually, real estate agent. Yeah, I, I, I liked him. I remember, remember, he whimpered. It's a shame his football career whimpered out. I think he was playing club rugby in Dunedin at one yeah. stage. He signed for the Otago Rugby Union yeah. and then ended up playing club rugby. Yeah, played Poor for Tyree, bugger. I think, actually, down there. What's that, sorry? He played for Tyree down there. Yeah, I think you're right. I mm. think you're right. Um, but yeah, did, didn't, uh, didn't work out too well, the switch, and he went back to rugby with uh, league with the Celtic Crusaders, I think, in Super League. And oh, did, did a very brief stint with the Dragons. Um, so that's Oh, that's right. Yeah, he did too. So who's number? Is it who's number one? Oh, one. No, no, that was number two. So you'd be wondering yeah. who's left, and they only just scraped into the qualification um, to qualify for this with twenty games together. But at sixty percent, James Maloney and Brett Seymour. Oof, yeah. Brett Seymour. Yeah, he's uh, his a funny little stint for him. He was uh, hampered by injuries, um, and then just as he, well, I think he had an injury again that gave Sean Johnson. His debut, and then the rest was history. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brett Seymour watched the grand final charge from the sidelines, but yeah, he's a pretty fair player, Brett Seymour. Um, yeah, it was, it was fair. It was just a shame he came over a little bit damaged mentally, didn't he? Yeah, I think after he, a few he, years on the grog yeah. and a bit of trouble in Aussie, he sort of came here as a bit damaged, and he just wasn't the player he, he sort of was. Yeah, punted by the Broncos and Sharks, uh, touted as the, the heir apparent to, to Alan Langer when he was a seventeen-year-old, which probably didn't help. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Yeah, doesn't help at all on no. a Friday night in the nightclub, does it? <laughs> Telling someone that. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, nice little sort of cameo he had down here. Um, Brett Seymour. Yeah, like he wasn't bad. He, don't get me wrong. I, I thought he was quite a solid player. But like you said, what what he was meant to be, 
yeah, we, it could have been so much better. It'd be interesting to see what James Maloney, because obviously he was basically a rookie when he was playing against, uh, playing alongside Brett Seymour. Interesting to see what he would have to say about Seymour as you know something of a mentor or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's a good point. Um, but yeah, I'll give James a ring and I'll, once <laughs> I get off the phone to you, I'll um, give yeah, him a ring see, yeah, see how he went. Yeah, come on, say good day. Um, now, you may be hitting the rewind button so you can write all those stats down. Well, don't worry about it. You don't have to. All you have to do is wait for my book to come out at the end of the year. How's that for a segue? Whoa, yeah, no, that was seamless. Uh, so I've written a, a Warriors 25-year history book. Just uh, obviously going to include this 25th season uh, coming out with, through Bateman's books at the end of the year. So stay tuned for that. should be out for Christmas. Good it's stuff. awesome, Will. Good stuff, man. Yeah, Good so stuff. Yeah, got to get the plug in there. So um, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. All the hard work you put in, you deserve deserve to. Cheers, buddy. And so uh, you you did mention you had a, a special treat for Stats Corner. Was that the jingle, or did you actually? That was the jingle. Stats? No, that was the jingle. We were expecting more. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not after I got the jingle, but I, I thought you might. Look, just look at a gift horse in the mouth, buddy. <laughs> no, don't don't get me wrong. I don't don't want to come across as ungrateful because. <laughs> yeah, no, that was it. No, I um. I'm a little bit gun shy of searching for stats after last week's <laughs> Parramatta fiasco, to be honest. So I'll just leave it to you and then sort of quiz you, see if I can trip you up. <laughs> no, that's, uh, it was good. It came came good in the end with the, um, you know, he was chasing 3-0 for the first time since 1993. Yeah. So your hunch yeah. was, it, it was, your instincts were good. Um, I yeah, wouldn't I, count that as a loss. I was looking, I'm just ahead of my time. I was just looking a week too early. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I think that's, about it from us. It's us, yeah. I think I'm all talked out. I've probably bored, bored people out there enough. Yeah, um, so hopefully you stuck around long enough for the, the new Stats Corner jingle. It's going to become a permanent fixture and enjoy the game this weekend. If you're in Christchurch, get along and we'll be back next week to break it all down for you. Yeah, no, thanks guys. Um, we, I appreciate if there is someone listening. It's awesome because I do, I do look forward to doing this each week with Will and if there's people enjoying it, all the better. Look after yourselves. Yeah, and uh, give us your suggestions as well, or stuff you'd like to see on the show, questions you'd like answered, that sort of thing. Don't be mean, we're a little bit sensitive. So. We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're not afraid of feedback. Yeah, just, I'm, but we're afraid of negative feedback. Good feedback, so, good yeah. feedback. Keep the tribe off there. Constru- constructive criticism, probably. Yeah. No, all good. Let's, Let's wrap it up. I'll catch you next week, Will, okay. mate. See you, mate.